Hello, and welcome to Arms of the Tide. I'm Quinn Welsh Wilson, Game Master. This week, I just wanted to start things off by echoing the content warning that was at the beginning of the last episode. We are continuing to go through the Pyrite Detention Facility, which includes a look at the way the detainees are being treated there. So, if you have any triggers or aversions to content that involve carceral abuses, please beware. With that being said, let's get the show on the road. Last time on Arms of the Tide. Wari, Lions, and Local stormed the Pyrite Detention Facility, gaining access to its second level of security, in their quest to free all the prisoners detained within, with only one level of security left. What challenges await them? On the condition you release these people, I won't burn you alive. Release these people, you say? That's what I said. You do know the sheer amount of paperwork that must in... That it's not worth my my life. You can do whatever you want. I can, I can show you, but I, I shouldn't be the one to touch the buttons. You understand? They'll have my head for that. Fine. Just know, my bite is worse than my bark. Yes, yes, oh, oh, I understand. Now, you simply take this and he motions toward his security badge, place it onto the sand table, and then enter the following combination. And he tells you a complicated sequence of numbers and letters, at which point you'll be asked to confirm that you would like to open all of the cells, at which point you will select yes, at which point it will ask you again if you are truly sure, at which point you will... Again, confirm that, and you should be good to go. Perfect. And Lion snatches his badge and gets to work. So, yeah, you press it down. You follow the sequence of events that he had described. And before long, you hear the rhythmic shunk, 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 shunk of all of the cells in the block opening in rapid succession. He, over the course of this exchange... Attempts to quietly exit the room. Yeah, I don't care. I have what I need to do. And worse comes to worse, I'll just melt the machine. Yeah, as all of the people are being let loose, Local is standing by the open door. And as they go through, he is just telling them where to go, how to get out, and making sure they know to take care of each other while they're going through. Mm -hmm. You know, if someone falls, pick them up, make sure that everyone gets out. Right. Okay. And people are thanking you profusely. It's a large mix of folks who seem to be here, ranging from what you might call active dissidents, people who were engaged in outspoken, direct opposition of Ka. Some of those folks probably you recognize as having worked with you or around you in some capacity. There are the general sort of ne'er-do-wells, folks who Ka just imprisoned for quote-unquote disrupting the peace, and then other folks who appear to have been imprisoned for any number of crimes that Ka might have disagreed with. And so the flood of prisoners continues until eventually they have all come through. As the cell block is now empty, what will you do? The card that we have off of the guards that we've taken things from, mm -hmm. are any of them level three? Not yet, now. Okay. Only level two. Well, we're going to have to try and find some level three people. We should continue on to the 
counseling area. I assume that it is not the kind of counseling that you would normally want to have. Perhaps the counselors there are also needed in level three. Oh, that's smart thinking. Let's go get them. The two of you and Wari continue on. You need to actually step down to the third level of the cell block, and there's a bridge that connects two buildings here. And you basically take this bridge inside the building, and you find yourself in the counseling center, which has a series of glass doors into small rooms with two chairs and a metal sand screen behind them, which are all playing the same looping message from... Ka Technologics. It looks as though there might be the opportunity or the potential that one-on-one quote-unquote counseling sessions are held in these rooms, but right now it looks like it might just be bringing people in to watch these instructional videos. And at the end of the hall here, there is what is essentially a small check-in center where people arrive at the time of their counseling appointments, escorted by guards, and have themselves checked in. There is not anyone sat behind the desk right now, but there is someone dressed in a slightly fancier Caught Technologics uniform, less obviously like riot gear than a lot of the guards here. However, slung at their hip is still a baton, and their hands are adorned with a number of rings and pieces of jewelry that look like they could be put to devastating effect. Are they alone in here? Is it just them, or...? It is just them. They are standing at the side of this table for okay. the moment. Ah, I think that the three of you might have arrived a little late. The counseling center is being closed for the day. I'm not sure if you're aware, but there were some disturbances. You know, all for security. We are well aware of the disturbances. Are you aware of who we are? They take a deep breath and they look the three of you over. They're actually quite short, so they only need to look down a little bit to appraise lions, and then look up quite a ways to examine Wari and Local. Well, from the looks of it, you're the people who've been causing this disturbance. I've, you know, heard stories. Word gets around when something like this happens. Some footage, you know, and security tapes might have gone around. We've been debriefed. Then you know what we are capable of. Yeah, you have some radical tendencies, as I understand. And I was wondering if maybe we might be able to have a conversation about that. I don't like this person. (laughs) And Local looks down at Lions, nods, looks back at them. What I would like is entry into level three. Can you provide that? Under certain circumstances, I might be able to make a recommendation that you be transferred, and the one coordinating and orchestrating that transfer would probably be me, if that's what you're asking. Do I see their badge anywhere on them? Uh, Yes, and it does have level three clearly written on it. So, local will pointedly look at the badge and look back at them. You are going to give us your badge. The circumstances around that are up to you. Well, I think that I only really have one condition, and that's that we have a conversation about what's brought you to this point. At the end of that, I promise that I'll hand you my badge, and you can do whatever you, you'd like with it, if that's still what you're really feeling like you want to do right now. Ah! 
Ugh. <laughs> and Lions like drops down to the floor and leans her head to the side, looking up at Loco like, may I please, please, please just burn everything. You understand that we are in a bit of a hurry, but for the sake of completing this without further violence... I shall give you some time. Well, I appreciate you being upfront about some of your boundaries and limitations. So if the three of you wouldn't mind, I'd love if you could step into one of these offices with me. It might be a little cramped in there, but I think it might be more, you know, appropriate for the kind of conversation we're going to be having. I'd prefer we talk out here. This is my boundary. Okay, okay. So I'm curious then. Hi, curious then. I'm Lyons. I like fires. (laughs) Ah, okay. So some resistance. That's to be uh, uh, expected in a circumstance like this. We are a resistance. You can expect some. Yeah. Good job. I'm curious about that. What led you to, you know, align yourself with a resistance? Because cause bad. You would know that if you listened to any of the videos by Cardiff Piss. (laughs) All right. That is an interesting way to frame the CEO's name and... You know, I see a lot of the good that Ka does in the city. You know, they provide jobs, they provide infrastructure, they help coordinate keeping people fed and sheltered. You are welcome to believe that. Your opinions are valid because they are your opinions. And your feelings on the matter are valid because they are your feelings and no one can invalidate how you feel. I'm not sure, Wari says, that that actually is what they feel. But if you want to know what appeals to me about the resistance, it's the idea that I can take the future into my own hands and maybe actually change something. Interesting. It sounds like you might be a little bit impatient. You know that there are ways to change things that don't involve such rash behaviors, right? Wari sighs and clenches her fists. About that impatience, the amount of time that we have here is running low. Oh, yes, I understand. Then let me simply ask you one final question. Very well. What comes next for you? You know, after you've done this, where does that leave you? Campaigning for further freedom. Okay. Well, I promised you my badge. I'm not very good at this job. We mostly let the videos do the talking, so... (laughs) And, you know, sometimes these. And they show off the jewelry on their hands. But I'm not interested in picking a fight today. So, here you go. And they take their security badge and toss it toward the three of you. Lions catches it like a frisbee. If I may... I would recommend lying low. Do not get in the way of anyone while we are still here. Certainly, I'd hate to make waves. Good. I hope that you find your experience enriching. And they head back toward the cell block. All right. And we move onward towards level three. Yeah. So after the counseling center, you are brought down a level into the Ka Technologics Library and Advanced Placements Training Center, which is about as bad as you might expect that it would be, covered in bright posters and signage for both companies. Even now in this emergency situation, droning on with audible slogans. But the area itself seems 
probably unsurprisingly at this point, abandoned. Any security forces who were supposed to be attending to this level have probably retreated to the third level. And after walking through here, you find yourself at an elevator sealed off with LV3 written on the steel door, which bars the elevator. I swipe the card. As the reader uh, beeps, recognizing the card, and we hear the elevator moving, I look towards Lions and Wari. When we get up there, there will most likely be heavy resistance. Understood. Lions nods. Wari prepares her axe. I want you to know that the priority is to the people up there. If we can get them out... That is what we must do. Yes, of course. Pitter-patter, let's get at her. And there is a hydraulic hiss as the elevator settles in front of you, and the steel doors slide open. There is a quiet and somber music that plays as the elevator begins to ascend, and a voice comes over on top of the music. You are preparing to enter the third level of this car technologics and advanced placement combined detention facility. In the Pyrite facility, on our third level, we hold solitary detention centers for those who conventional interventions do not work for or who show resistance to them. Additionally, the head of our security headquarters is present on this level. If you have any questions about your purpose for ascending to this level, please input coordinates down back to level two into the elevator. Or... Ask the security officer who's escorting you. There should be no confusion as to why you're entering level three of this joint car technologics and advanced placements detention center. We hope that you enjoy your stay. And the elevator clicks to a halt and hisses open. And you're at the entryway to level three, which is right now configured into a sort of security barricade. Usually it looks like there's a large number of guard placements here to bring anyone who might be resistant to their solitary confinement chamber. Mm. And there's a relatively narrow passageway so that if anyone tries to flee, they can be cut off and contained. And right now, they are attempting to not even bottleneck you, but prevent anyone from coming anywhere near even the first hallway. There's probably about a dozen guards in the room here. And there's another person at the back of the guards, who was dressed similarly to the counselor who you spoke to on the second level. And this person steps forward. She smooths her hand through her hair and says, We've been waiting for you. Welcome to level three. This is the treasure chest. I take it that the folks downstairs didn't give you too much trouble. No trouble at all. Just like you. Well, I'm not so sure about that. We run things a little different here up on level three. And I did want to let you know that, you know, we've secured three comfortable rooms for you up here. Well, that is so nice and completely unnecessary of you. But I do appreciate your fine level of hosting. Well, if you're not looking to room with us, then might I ask what exactly brings you here? Oh, we're the renovation crew. Oh, that's very cute. We can correct that behavior in no time. I don't think anyone can stop lions from being cute. Aw, Logal. And Lions' tail actually wags a little bit. You haven't met a sufficiently motivated car technologics and advanced placements uh, correctional employee. And you have not met us. And I'm going to roll initiative because it's go time. Alrighty. Alright, I'm going to be using, since I'm just going straight for the punches, I'm just going to roll melee for my initiative. Ooh, 
Rolled a 15. That's uh, hefty. I'm going to use Streetwise to find the cleverest way to go about it. It's a five. And that is a six. Using Rizzo, my ability to roll my initiative twice and take the better roll, I have a six. Okay, so there are three like named enemies here, and then the rest are generic security. And the first one is the warden who you were just talking to. Mm. The next two are a pair of people in mech suits, not unlike the people you encountered down in the courtyard, except instead of having these incredibly sort of spindly designs, one of them is very rounded and carries a couple of semi-spherical plates on its arms that it looks like it can clack together into a large shield. And the other is incredibly bulky and square with all of its limbs and edges looking like they were designed for inflicting blunt force trauma. And it looks like the turn order is local, all of the named characters, the security team, and then lions. Oh, and Wari rolled a nine so uh wari will be going after the named characters but before the security team so local what will you do first thing attacking the basically just the standard security team Mm -hmm. local is going to drive a fist directly into the barricade that they've set up sending debris and shrapnel into the assembled guards all right are you looking to deal damage through that yeah all right perfect all right, that is a success. All right, how much damage do you deal? Uh, Just standard damage. I am not using my slow, heavy punch on that one. Okay, so you slam into them, dealing one damage. They balk at the explosion of force, but being dressed in a lot of riot gear, most of them hunker down and brace themselves. It is still your turn. Would you like to take another action? Yeah, getting through, Local is going to grab what looks like just a turned over table that they were using as part of the barricade and swing back and hit a couple of the security guards again in front of him with just a table to knock them out of the way. All right, you can go ahead and roll that. Difficulty three now. That is a success. That's another point of damage, yeah? Yes, indeed. Several people slide back as you slam them with the table being driven toward the wall, but the first two people who it makes contact with aren't able to actually repel the force, and so they instead try to lean in as much to slow down the acceleration of the table through the other members, but they're not able to put up an adequate fight, so they are rendered unconscious by the blunt force trauma. You, if you want to take a complexity four action, could do that. Ooh, yeah. I might. I mean, why not? Why shouldn't I? Yeah, at this point, having made an opening in the barricade and an opening through the guards there, he will motion towards his companions to join him on the other side. And I think I might try for an advantage here for everyone else. So he will slam the ground in front of him and send a little tremor and crack the floor, knocking people sort of off balance and making it so they can't quite get their footing. Perfect. Aw, boo. I got two tens. Ah. 
and you don't have any advantages. Not yet. <laughs> so the question is, do you want to give me a collapse point or did you want to roll on ye old consequence table? Ooh, baby, I think you know I want to roll on a table. All righty. That is a 23. You attract the wrong kind of attention. Do you now? I huh. think that means, I mean, probably all of the people are going to attack local. Yes, yes. Local is absolutely the center point of the oncoming assault, which will begin as we transition into the next set of turns, which is a bunch of people at the same initiative. So the warden says... I do appreciate your time. However, there's business for me to attend to elsewhere. And she actually turns back toward the hallway and breaks for deeper into the facility. Then the hammer one leaps forward and is going to basically take two giant fists, which are starting to crackle red hot with energy and try to slam them down on local. Hell yeah. So that's going to be a complexity four to dodge or to deal with this attack. Local is going to just try and grab both of those arms as they are coming down and just stop them from even making a connection. Okay. And indeed he do. There's this moment now where you're locked together. You're holding the arms up as they would have made contact. And you hear some laughter and just what I wanted as the person in the round mech does a leaping pirouette as they pull the two large shield parts together and link them as they then drive down on top of the hammers trying to overwhelm you with additional force. This is also going to be complexity four. Local is going to try and push the person that he is holding to the side so that the leap doesn't land either on him at all or lands awkwardly so that they can't actually push anything down. Okay. Uh, all right. So with armor, it reduces the complexity from four to three. And we are good. You slide out of the way and the contact is made on the sides of the hammer fists, causing the two of them to go sprawling out toward the other security team members instead of directly into you. Now it is Wari's turn, and she barks to local. Who should I take? Get the shielded one. And spinning her giant axe a couple of times, she says, you got it, and then leaps into the air, basically sailing across the room, trying to drive into the gap that exists right now, since the shield has broken back into two pieces, into the body of the mechanical suit. So yeah, that's a six and a two. So she comes crashing in and gouges the chest plate and then pulls her axe out, preparing to hammer down again if the armored suit attempts to move. Which then brings us to the security team, who I believe we have all agreed are going to be attacking local. Yarp. At this point, they would have a complexity three attack coming in against you, but you have armor, so that reduces it down to a complexity two. All right. Local is going to brace and move to try and put the bulkier mech suit in between himself and these security officers. 
basically making it so that the mech suit guy in his large suit is acting as a shield for him. Okay, perfect. Ooh, even on two dice, rolled two twos. You're unable to properly get the hammer robot between you and the security. So what happens is they basically split around and there's a couple security guards coming from behind and others are meeting you up around the front where you were trying to move to. And it's the person in the front who takes the lance that they are wielding and drives it into the framework of your leg before yanking it out and sneering at you. All right. So you take one point of damage, and it is Lion's turn. With their knowledge of people and the way that people in crowds and groups fight, Lion's is going to hopefully generate an advantage by disrupting the flow of the crowd by doing a thing that Spark Dandies do best, which is Spark And they are going to basically, with their metal paw, claw up and melt parts of the floor. Sounds good. That's complexity two. And that's a seven and eight. And so it is a success. All right. So you all have one advantage as you are sending this cascade of sparks around the room, causing some pretty severe disorientation to everyone who's opposed to you. You can take another action if you'd like. I will. I am going to make a ranged attack with my fireball on the person in the round shield mecha. Sounds good. How much damage does the fireball do? It does two damage if it is a second action or later, which thanks to my advantage it is. Perfect. That is a success, a three, seven, and eight. The fireball splashes against them and you can see the heat from your attack begin to actually tear away at the armor, especially around the gash. It is starting to drip slag as though it were an open wound. You can still take another action if you'd like. It would be complexity four. If you were to attack them again, you would be able to take them out of the fight. That is what I'm going to do. With my knowledge of engineering, I am going to leap onto their back and basically just wedge my metal left paw in and aim to destroy the interior of their machine so it has to eject them perfect 11 8 2 and 6 that is a success you tear your metal paw into the back of the suit of armor and you tear through several bits of the underlying machinery until your claw clicks against the emergency ejection override and presses it in as you step away and quite violently the pilot of the suit is sent rocketing into the ceiling rendered unconscious by the sheer force of the strike i'm gonna call that an end all right so you end your turn there local what would you like to do as we swing back to your turn local looks at the other mech pilot and roars out at him i do not have time for this and tears him out of the mech Ooh, okay that is a success and i will be using my resonance ability world breaker to add five damage you drive your hand into the chest of the mech almost as though you were going to rip its heart out 
but instead of a beating flesh organ, you pull out an entire person, and they're unconscious by the time you have pulled them actually out from the shock and the force. So that's your first action. You've yeah. rendered them unconscious. There's only these few guards left. What will you do? Turning to the remaining guards, he will stare directly at the one who had hit him before. Stand down. Use presence on that bad yeah. boy. Yep. You got Tavi and Kyrie already. We can stand up to you. So we're going to put our things down and we're going to go to the elevator and we're going to ride the elevator down and we're going to stay out of your hair. Is that agreeable to you? Yes. Beware. Things aren't going to get easier the farther you go in. Gita has some tricks up her sleeve. I have no sleeves. Well, look out anyway. And the security team disbands and heads toward the elevator. You're now in the wreckage of this cobbled-together blockade. Gita, the warden, has already headed back further into the treasure chest. What will you do? Follow the same direction she ran off at the beginning. Perfect. Following in her footsteps, you find there are several intersecting hallways as you wind through, remembering back to the blueprint of the facility that you had. The cells here are almost held in a spider web sort of fashion. That's the layout of the floor. And at the very center of this spider web, you find Gita, as well as some more security who are standing at the ready. But as you enter, Gita holds her hand up and says, Now, now, hold, hold your fire. And in this room, there is sort of a central console that she stands in front of, from which a bunch of screens arise. And you can see the image on the screen from either side of it. And it appears to be a live feed of the inside of all of the cells in the treasure chest. She holds up her hand, and there is, in the middle of her palm, a small button that she might be able to reach and press with her thumb relatively easily. It's my understanding that your intention here is to free the people who are being held here, am I right? Yes. Well, I'd like to let you know that that is an outcome that Car Technologics and Advanced Placements deems unsuitable. What that means is, if you truly intend to carry out this plan, well, I'd have to press this button here on my hand. And you might be curious, what does that little button you've strapped to your hand have to do with any of this? And the answer is quite simple. We know that the people who are being held here in the treasure chest are security threats. That there's the potential that these people might uh, serve to cause a lot of damage if they're let go before... They finished their time reflecting on their wrongdoings. And so, as absolutely tragic as it may sound, we've installed protocols to make sure that under no circumstances are they freed before their time has arrived. What I'm trying to say is, I suppose, in straightforward language, is if you truly do intend to go ahead with this, I'm going to have to kill everyone in the treasure chest. And if you decide to do that, and local looks at her, and then looks around at all of the guards before reaching behind him and throwing the empty suit that he dragged along with him. Then we will do the same. Ooh, I like that a lot. Gita is very, very adept at this in terms of social influence, dealing with 
all sorts of folks all day long trying to convince her of different things. So I'd usually set this at a complexity five. I'll say due to the sheer force of that power move, you can reduce it to a complexity four because there's no way that that wouldn't have a pretty solid impact on what's going on here. All right, just using my standard presence. There we go, two, six, nine, eleven. Everything's great. I'm going to say, to completely break her down, you're going to need to succeed on three different checks. However, it's become pretty apparent over the course of your time in this detention facility that the security here isn't particularly beholden to their job more than they are their safety. At almost every turn here, when you've had a chance to intimidate or put pressure on most of the standard security force, they've acquiesced, turn tail, and run. Yeah, local is aware that most of these people aren't, like, cough fanatics. They're just trying to scrape by most of them, and it's why he's like, I'll let you go if you want to, because if you're crazy enough to want to fight me, then sure, let's go. But most of the time... He's like, no, you're just trying to get a paycheck and you're doing it wrong. So please leave. Right. So the security force that's here behind her, you hear the successive thunk of people putting down their weapons as they just start to filter into the spider's web, marching away. And Gita looks at the suit and crouches down and lays a hand on it, observing it. Oh, I see that you've done away with Kyrie. Impressive. He was, uh, one of our best. It's no wonder that the other gods have decided that you might not be worth the price of engagement. You make a convincing argument, but unlike them, I'm at a certain level of influence and power within Kar. You know, it might just be my own little domain, but... If Imena catches wind, then I simply turn tail and ran. And at this point, she slaps the metal of the suit a couple of times. Well, I'm no better off than this. I'm sure you understand. I'd be more than happy to give you a black eye or two. Oh, a simple black eye is not gonna solve it. If you gave me a black eye, it would be awful simple for me to just... And she starts hovering her thumb over the button. Oh, you want me to take off your whole arm? I can do that, too. I am a doctor. <laughs> a doctor, you say? Of what? Savagery? Of being the best. Hell yeah, lions, Wari says. If you're gonna convince me, you're gonna need to give me something a little more than the stick. The stick is hanging over my head at all hours of the day. What's in it for me if I let them go? Where do you live in the city? Is it somewhere nicer than the crags? Do you have a vehicle that you drive around in with modern amenities? Do you have food that you can eat that is fresh and good all the time? Do you have things that you would miss if you were no more? Uh, I think that's a pretty strong argument, so I'll ask for another roll there. Another complexity four? Yes, because now the security presence isn't there, so you sort of up. put her on the back foot, yeah. All right. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Local. You make a good point, and I suppose the children would miss me, and I would miss them. You know I do this for them, right? For the children? If Ao can't be 
a stable, functioning society, how can we trust the future to our children? There's nothing stable or functioning about AO. And that's why I've had to take a firm hand here. Well, your firm hand is in the wrong direction. All you've done is pour gasoline on this goddamn dumpster fire. Dumpster fire? Whatever do you mean? AO. AO is hot trash. On fire, always burning. People are suffering everywhere. How fucking dare you say it's for the children? You don't give Ao to your children. You are borrowing it from them. Well, tell me there, Spock Dandy. Are there any children that you care about in your life? Tell me there, dumb fuck. Is there a child in this city that doesn't deserve to be cared about? Because I care about all of them. You have no idea the children that come in and have to see me or what they've been through. I'm sure, but I'm asking you, have you had to care for them through everything? To see them at all the hours of the day, the joys and the triumphs and the heartbreaks and the tragedies? I have. Tell me, what is it that you wouldn't do for that child? I wouldn't leave this city in the terrible state that it's in. I wouldn't stand by and continue to watch innocent people suffer because they believe that the city should be better. You can go ahead and make a roll now at difficulty four. I am going to roll with empathy, which is the least terrible of my things and is a d6. That's hilarious. I got two threes and two fives. Gita stands from over the mech and looks at lions. I am doing everything that I can to improve the lot of our city for my children, for all the children, and for the adults who live here too. I'm simply doing my part. Society thrives and can only succeed in the presence of a firm hand that might look like law and order. The only thing you're enforcing is your cocked-up bullshit bigotry. Is there anyone here, I've got to ask, that you're particularly keen on saving? Every one. No one will be left behind. She begins to walk back behind the monitor and says, Well, if they're all of equal value, then why don't I, you know, if we're going to keep having this conversation, up the stakes a little bit. You want to keep dragging this out? You're going to have to remove me bodily from this chair, first of all, if you want to free people. And, uh, you know, if you try to do that, she waves her hand with the button on it. And, uh, if you waste my time with any more silly arguments, maybe I'll just start, uh, terminating the prisoners one by one. How does that sound? You know that if you do this, then you have forfeited your life as well. But not only that. And he dangles three of the badges that they have gotten so far and says the full names of the people on the badges. How difficult do you think it would be for us to find out with a full name where you live? All right, make one more roll. Oh, thank God. Okay, yes, that's a success. Arms of the Tide is a member of the One Shot Podcast Network. For more wonderful shows from the network, check out System Mastery. System Mastery is a delightful stroll through the history of role-playing games, except the games are terrible and the hosts are real jerks about everything. 
Join hosts Jeff and John as they explore the weirdest games ever made to talk about what worked, what went wrong, and which Silverhawk was the best. It was Hot Wing. Don't even at us. Find their shows at SystemMasteryPodcast.com.